we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your wake-up call. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, good morning. This is Russ. Russ, Russ what's, what's happening, King? Get it off your chest, Russ. Nothing, man. Hey, man, let me first say, I've been listening to y'all since I was in ninth grade, right? How old are you now? I'm 23 years old. Lord bro. have mercy. Boy, we've been around yeah. too long. Man, listen, I called y'all back when I was in 10th grade in high school. <laughs> and, Envy, and Envy hung up on me because he couldn't get my name right. Russ? Russ? I couldn't get Russ right? 
Sounds yeah, about right. He kept saying rough. He kept saying rough. <laughs> MB's communication has improved a lot over the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Russ, this is too difficult. Hang up on him. Yeah, that's a lie, Russ. But go ahead. I'll let you know. <laughs> right? But anyway, I remember what I was mad about back then. I was mad because, you know, I'm from Baltimore, man. Y'all not on 92Q. So I was mad that's about that. But hey, Charlotte, man, you know what I'm doing today? Masturbating. What? Nah. Some but, things don't change. that. What's sir? Um, I'm 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 gonna read your book, uh, uh, anxiety plan tricks on me. Shook one, yes, sir. Exactly because you know I took a mental health day today, so I called out of work. Oh man, listen, we got to do that from time to time. What you having anxiety about today, brother? Man, Monday morning I was on my way to a job interview and I had crashed my car. Man, that just ruined my week. Damn. Well, yeah, man. shake it off, my brother. I'm glad you're taking a mental health day today. Yesterday you, was a day that you should have, like, you know, did some energy cleansing, man. Maybe take a salt bath, write down your, your long-term goals, manifest some things in your life. But you can still do that today. Yeah, man, I'm going to journal today. I'm going to get my, my, my feelings off my chest and, like, write it down, you know, look back on this day. And I know it's not going to be a big deal. So, you know, I'm just trying to push through. I love this, my brother. Right, I love how you live in, King. Have a good one. You be safe. Hey, man. Y'all, y'all have a good morning. Thanks for asking my phone. Hey, hey, be feeling a lot better. hey Russ, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you some more things to read. I'm going to send you Dr. Rita Walker, the unapologetic guide uh, to black mental health. That's a, that's a, that's one I recommend to everybody, man. I'm going to send hey, you man, that. you can autograph that for me, too. That'd be well, it's, it's not mine to autograph, but I'll send it to you. Oh, damn, man. I got you, King. I'm going to send it hold to on. you. Hold right. on. Don't hang on. Hold on. All right, I hang on. You're on line seven. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Amber, this is Uber Mike. Uber Mike, what up, bro? Get it off your chest. How you doing? Two things. Uh, first thing, I uh, thank you for sending us a shout-out yesterday, but I only got one problem. I don't like wait on people when I pull up. I don't like wait. You hit confirm, that means you're ready to go. Nah, it don't. It don't, because I'm that type of person. Because sometimes Uber said they'll be there in 10 minutes, and it take 15 minutes, and I don't be waiting outside. So if I'm staying at a hotel, I'm doing something, I usually wait till you outside, and I start walking to you. Okay, and then uh, Angela Yee, when is Yee Day? I want to come to your Yee Day. August 28th. I'm already starting. Yes, I've already been planning it. It's going to be amazing this year. I can't wait. Okay, I'll be there. And last thing, I promise you, this is Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Okay, you know that that, that fear we have when somebody pull up on side of you on the car? Yes, sir. That's the fear I got. That's why I don't like waiting. A car will be pulling up along the side of you, that fear we got. Hey, it's called, uh, you talking about the anxiety, but I'm going to tell you something. Yes. I, I couldn't be yes. an Uber driver, bro. Dealing with all them strangers every day and random people jumping in and out, exchanging that type, different energy with different people all day. Lord have mercy. Oh, man, it's a blessing, man. I love talking to people. Man, I have 10,000 pickups, man. It's, a, it's amazing. Okay. I read that story the other day, and I, it gave me anxiety for all the Uber and Lyft drivers about the uh, the young lady who got killed. Yeah. And she was begging for her life. She had four kids. Like, mm. damn. Yeah. Y'all have a blessed morning, man. Yes, sir. Out there, brother. All right. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. C.J. will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. 
from the memes to the movements. See how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. I'm telling, I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yes, good morning. Uh, I just want to uh, bring it to the attention of these gas station attendants. Why? Why would you tell them to put one amount in your car and put another amount? I told the gas station attendant to put $20 in my car, she put $40. What? Uh, a months ago, I told the gas station attendant to put $20 in my car, Filled it up. You put almost 60. And you know that's what, what makes say. me mad because it's the language. It's the language. Nah, man. That's what you gotta say. Look, all I got is $20. This is all I have. This is what I asked you for. They gotta no, give it to you. your card, though. Oh. your card. So they already have your card. Oh. And right. So I, something has to be done. And I don't know if it's uh, usually a lot of them um, don't speak the language. You're doing other things when that's happening. You're not paying no attention. You expect them to do what, they, what you ask them to do, correct? Well, yeah, I, I think since this has been happening to you yeah. a lot, just make sure that you extra pay attention now when Absolutely. you get gas. You don't ever want to act like Trump to people who don't speak the language. <laughs> yeah, if it happened a bunch of times, you got to, you know, you got to start watching. Yeah, but if you don't speak the language. That's never happened to me. What's the point? Stop, bro. They get stopped. Stop. Yeah, I, Everybody knows stop. Clearly not. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hi. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe I got through. Good morning, Breakfast Club. And Good morning. Charlemagne. Peace, Queen. Thank you all for everything that you do. Um, oh, my God. I just want to shout out all the U.S. Army veterans out there. I am a U.S. Army veteran, um, a part of mental health. Um, I got out of the Army, and after two years of fear and doubt, I launched my boutique, Sasha's House. Um, the house is spelled H-A-U-S um, in German because that was my first uh, duty station, and I launched it on Veterans Day last year. Uh, it hasn't been easy, but I'm finding joy through the process. And, you know, basically my sister and I, we just made the choice to live consciously and to face our goals and live intentionally. That's um, right. And so she also has a podcast. It's called Incommensurable Podcast. It's pushing the idea that we all are unique and we have to um, think for ourselves always. And I just want to share with you. I'm so nervous, guys. You have no reason <laughs> to be. it. I love your mission statement. And by the way, that's not an idea that we all are unique. We definitely all are unique. Mm -hmm. our, none of our DNAs are the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I want to share with you yeah, you, oh, your phone, phone breaking your phone up. Is chopped up. Hold, hold on a second, mama. Hello, who's this? Morning, this is Jerome. Jerome, what's up? Good morning, Good morning, man. Get off morning. your chest. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good Peace, morning, King. Good morning. I don't know. I, I just remember a couple months back, DJ MB said you don't know no brothers with no cats, man. With no and, what? Uh, cats. 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 Oh. Animals. Cats. Cats. But yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know, my, I, I have Bless two cats. In, in the dog, in uh, the name is Ike, Tina, and Turner, and you can follow them on Instagram <laughs> right now. I love cats. No, yeah, I don't mess with cats. Like, I'd rather have a cat than have a dog. They're a lot more low maintenance. Nah, a dog protects the crib. That's yeah, that's and cats make sure you don't have bugs or rodents. <clears throat> 
Yeah. We, yeah, we grew up with cats in our house, though. We had um, three cats and a dog. No, nah, we never had no cats. We always had dogs. My wife had a cat growing up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, there's my, nothing my, wrong my, with people who like cats. My wife's parents. Said I just said, I don't yeah. know anybody. They, if I say, I don't know, I just don't know any men with cats. That's all I say. My yeah, I don't know no men cats. with cats. What's wrong with being a man who has a cat? Because honestly, they are low maintenance. You can leave a cat in the house for like three days and they'll be okay. Mike Tyson had a white tiger. That's the closest person I know that had a man cat. I don't know. Let's shout out to all the guys with cats out there. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Dr. Lakeisha Holman. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited to get here. Thank you. Uh, and before we start, I really want to tell you all congratulations on everything that you're well, doing. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you so much. So you are the founder and CEO of The Village Market. I am headquartered in the amazing city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I founded The Village Market to accelerate black entrepreneurs in, in 2016. What well, is it exactly? Mm-hmm. Um, the Village Market is a company that focuses on creating marketplaces, creating campaigns, and I also have a retail store at Punt City Market in Atlanta. But the purpose is upward mobility. I believe that cooperative economics in a real way should be tangible like that of uh, like that of Tulsa. And that's what I've created with the village market. How did you get into Mm. that? What, what, What started you with that? You know, it's an interesting career. I, I was a teacher for years. Um, I taught in the Mississippi Delta. I'm from Mississippi. How much do teachers make? We just had this. this not enough. It depends. I mean, not enough, clearly. But it not enough. But let me tell you, my first salary in 2004 was $27,000. Y'all, I thought I was rich, though. I was only 22 years old. But when you understand that now, that's not even a livable wage. Uh-huh. But I was teaching in Mississippi, Mississippi Delta $27,000 a year. Now, of course, you can cross state lines. Texas does pretty well. Of course, New York does well. Mm-hmm. Um, and California does extremely well. For teachers? But for teachers. It's, oh, wow. But well, well, compared to what, though? If we're, if we're comparing it to Mississippi, then it looks like teachers are being paid. Um, but I don't think t- uh, teachers are paid enough. I-, I love what you said about um, group economics being tangible. Isn't that up to us, though, to make it tangible? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's up to us. Everything is up to us, right? So we have an urgency at this time. Either we're going to be the answer or we're going to be the problem. And tangible means that we can open businesses that's cooperative. That when I opened the village market, it wasn't just me. I'm the founder of that. But now I represent thousands of businesses in Atlanta, outside of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. My retail store that I told you all about, the village retail, I gave over 40 businesses their first opportunity in mainstream uh, real estate in Atlanta. So that's a cooperative retail store that's an incubator. So being on the shelves that people can actually shop from you. And so that's what it means for it to be tangible. I love accelerators. I have my own. I love incubators. I have my own. But there should be something at the end of that. Again, I'm a former teacher. Experience is the best teacher. I want to put entrepreneurs in a place where you can be in front of your customer, where you can make some real money. Now, how can black businesses... uh receive more funding for their businesses. I know it's very difficult a lot of times to get money and to raise money. So how can they do that? I'm going to name some people that's doing it. Do again, it. yes, n- uh, tangible again. Mm-hmm. Collab Capital is based in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. New Voices Fund. I think they're based here in New York. Um, Fearless Fund. Aaron is doing a great job. But these are three funds. And, do- and no, there's more funds out there. But these funds are being led by black folk. It's, is it easy to get the money, though? No, absolutely, it's not easy to get the money. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, that, again, it's not easy to get the money. But what has been easy for black yeah. folk? 
you know, either if we we know the odds are there, but it it takes some fearless people who are persistent enough and who wants to agitate the system to make sure that we get the money that we need. I I saw this stat and it kind of blew me away because when you think of Atlanta, you think that's like the black business mecca, right? But according to Prosperity Now, Atlanta's black businesses are valued at $58,085 compared to Latinx businesses at over $450,000 and white businesses at over $650,000. That's crazy. I don't even want to call that a gap. That's just no. That <laughs> no. That is that what? is disrespectful. The why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because this country is built on capitalism. Mm-hmm. So anytime that there is uh, anytime that there is wealth, there is a desperation of poverty, and that's be it Atlanta, be it Mississippi, be it in L.A. You're gonna always see this gap. Now, what I do know that's true about Atlanta: if there is a city where black people can have upward mobility, Atlanta is the city for it. Mm-hmm. But when you see a pervasive wealth gap like that, we can't stay in our bubble of saying that it is the black mecca. It's the city that can be the black mecca because mm-hmm. we also lead the country, one of the leading cities in a country that has the most black millionaires, and also. Um, the generating of black businesses are now growing from that 50,000 to getting close to that seven, 75,000, 100,000. But what that means, when you get to a place where you're making some real cash, it means you can hire folks. Now, you also talk about, you know, I'm reading the same studies that said approximately 28 days money stays in the Asian communities, 19 days in Jewish communities, 17 days in white communities, and just six hours in black communities. Why is that? I'm, I, can we start with anything? Is that, is that the reason why? For commercial real estate, yes. Right? So when, when these developers are coming into cities, we're not controlling what's being open. We don't own the land. Again, if anytime there is wealth, there is poverty. But anytime there is where we're in a place of constant leasing and not owning, we have no true say-so of what's going to be open in those communities. But the circulation of the dollar is, I mean, overt racism, racism again. Mm-hmm. You think about Tulsa, Oklahoma. When it was true that our dollars circulated in our communities, but what happened with upward mobility when we produced so many, so many black millionaires, when so many black businesses were being funded, from insurance to teachers to the dude that cut your lawn to the guy that shaped up your beard, were all black folks. We were winning during that time, and then bombs were dropped dropped on us, and this black city was burnt down, and there was no way, even though there was insurance there, they wouldn't even grant their insurance claims. Mm. So what happens in this country when black people began to accelerate? then literally the air is knocked out of us and we're pushed down farther than where we were before we started. So that is why that number is persistent. It was created to be that way. But we have to know that that number is there. But we can't wait on other people to, to shop from us. There's enough black people in this country to shop from black people. But I do know that it's also amazing that other people are shopping from black folks too. All right, we got more with Dr. Lakeisha Holman. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Dr. Lakeisha Harmon. Charlemagne? You feel that black people supporting black businesses is growing? Oh, absolutely. I think it's growing. Um, What is really shifting rather than growing is that our consciousness is shifting. Mm -hmm. I think we're in a a very special time. Uh, I I wrote a couple weeks ago that I believe that we're in our renaissance because when things are desperately bad, there's also something that's pervasively really good. Mm -hmm. And you hear more people now, not just talking about buying black, but you see entrepreneurs on the cover of magazines. When when did that happen? Right. Yeah, yeah. When did that happen? And we're talking about people getting their valuations. We're talking about companies being acquired. I look at what happened with the gathering spot in Greenwood. Mm-hmm. My, um, shout out to my friends Ryan and TK and what they did. 
that is black collaboration. Mm -hmm. But I think, though, we have to make sure that in our consciousness that buying black, hiring black, referring black is a part of our lifestyle. And having grace. And the reason I say having grace is we, it's so funny. We talk about it all the time. How many times you go to McDonald's and they mess up your order or you go in or the, the, the ice cream machine ain't working. But if you go to a black business and they mess up one time, you ready to go on Instagram and say, I'm never coming back. Like people have to understand there has to be a learning curve as well, because this is new to a lot of us, especially when, when these businesses come. Yeah. I mean, you think of and grace is my word. So I'm happy you said that. You mm -hmm. see how big I smile. That's my word for the year. I think that's the that's the word for our generation that we must have with black businesses. But we should have overall, even if you're a business or not, but just as the humanity of black people together. Now, what is what is our village united? That's my nonprofit. Okay. Um, again, when you start a business, then you think of like five more. Mm -hmm. um, I started a lunch, our village united actually in 2017, but I didn't get it going until the pandemic when so many sole proprietors were, were applying for PPP loans and didn't get it, I it, it kept me up at night. And I said, I need to create an incubator that's just for single operators, mm -hmm. but a person that is just them. And so our Village United focuses on a 12-week incubator. We graduated our 100 businesses since the pandemic about two, two three weeks ago. Um, but we provide full services for 12 weeks to entrepreneurs, and then they graduate into our incubator program, which means you're a part of the village now. Um, but from CPA services, and and we all know the tax season just, just ended, but we make sure that they're in front, front and center. We also make sure, one of the things that I experienced, especially as my, my company began to boom, my anxiety spiked. Oof. I found myself being more anxious than I ever experienced, mm -hmm. and I made sure that our Village United was paired with, with mental health services. So every entrepreneur that's a part of the village is then paired with Dr. Joy Beckwith, shout out for her, um, who is our licensed therapist on, on our staff who works with these entrepreneurs in focus groups and also one-on-one -on -one, because I don't want us to have, have the wealth without the health. Yeah, Sarah Jakes Roberts said, because uh, I, I asked her about that, you know, when how come whenever you achieve something new or go to a new level, your anxiety mm -hmm. starts to go crazy? And she said, because you're experiencing something new. Absolutely. And that's, how, that's just how I embrace it. Like, oh, like it's not because I, I feel like that's when this the anxiety is expected. You know, Absolutely. it's when the anxiety is not expected that causes you to have the panic attacks. But when you're trying something new, doing something new, yeah, you should feel that way slightly. Yeah. And mm. if you're the first one in your family, there's a lot of guilt around that. Um, you're the person that got out. Mm -hmm. I'm from Mississippi. I'm mm. one of the few people in my family, if not the only person, uh, at least on my mother's side, who's deceased, who is doing the things that I, I'm doing. And there's a level of pressure to make sure that I'm looking out for my little cousins that everywhere I go that I'm, I'm talking about Mississippi, I'm talking about Marks and Batesville and Crowder, Mississippi and in very affirming ways because I know right now I have the mic and the responsibility that when you have the mic, how you talk about your people, how you talk about your experiences. Now we see that you hooked up with Michael Jordan Moran. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And, and he invested in the OVU. Yeah, tell us how you partnered with him. You know, that blew my mind. I am, I personally think that Michael Jordan is the best basketball player to have ever played. You, I, you'd be right. I, I think I'm right, I too. Y'all agree? Okay. So when um, the Jordan brand announced that they would be funding, I think, 13 uh, organizations, we put our name in a hat. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew that my team, and my team is incredible. I, I know that we're sharp. And so, Michael Jordan, um, we found out last year that we were one of the 13 organizations in the country that is f funded by Michael Jordan. And, and what they're doing is they get us money to do what we do well. They didn't ask us to change our programming. 
is what you asked me earlier. Like you need the money to be able to scale in the Jordan Foundation. Say, here's the money. Y'all go ahead and do what you're doing and make sure you stay true to your 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 core values. What's some of the next business moves you got planned? Our partner, um, when you all visit Atlanta, make sure you stop by the Village Retail. But when you all come, right behind Pun City Market is the Beltline. And that is the that is currently two million people frequent this place. Um, now, because of that, the surge in commercial rents have gone up. It is almost unaffordable to open a business there, especially if you're black. I partnered with Atlanta Beltline and the Candida Fund to open six more black businesses on the Beltline. So that is putting six businesses in front of two million annual customers. That that's averages about 350,000 people per, per month that they're going to be in front of. So we've got the funding to open these businesses, to build them out fully, to get them the new technical assistance support. And when you all visit Atlanta, hopefully in July, you'll be able to walk on the Beltline with your family, but also shop from black businesses. Shout out to you. And shout out to Mississippi. My roommate in college was from Mississippi, LeVar Thompson. Shout out to LeVar. LeVar is a good you man. You know you want to do LeVar it. Thompson. You know you want to do it. Am I? Crooked no, letter, crooked letter. Don't do it. We thank you for joining us, Dr. Lakeisha Holman. How can people get in touch with you if they want to get in touch with you? Absolutely. Um, especially for entrepreneurs, if you want to get in co- contact with us, it's thevillagemarket.com. If you want to open a business and you, or if you have a business, product facing, you want to be in a retail store, that's a beautiful retail store. That's thevillageretail.com. And those who are going to be at Essence Festival, I'm, I'm very happy that we're working to curate their marketplace stage. Um, so we partner with Essence. So I hope to see y'all there this this summer. But villagemarket.com on all platforms. If you want to keep up with me, I do a tweet every now and then and then post it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's Dr. Key Hallman. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. And if you want quality auto coverage for less, make the right call and go with the General Insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to find out how much you can save. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. Spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. And on this fine Friday, we're asking a simple question. It comes from uh, Nick Cannon's daytime talk show. Salute to our good brother, Nick Cannon. Um, Nick Cannon calls himself a pickleologist. Mm-hmm. All right? He has several different, ways that he likes, several different ways that he likes his pickles. Let's listen. So next, we've got the pickles, and the pickles are having a big moment right now. Oh, they call me Nickel Pickle. I'm I'm a pickleologist. I like pickles. Yeah, you like pickles. Cucumbers and pickles, I'm I'm, I'm with this. You're with this. So the first thing we got here is the snickle. Do you know what the snickle is? I'm all about the snickle. You take a snicker and put it in the middle of a pickle. Yeah. I I think I might be the (laughs) snickle-eating champion. I did this on my radio show. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Simple question. How do you like your pickles? How do you like your pickles? How do you like your pickles, Envy? Let's start with you. I honestly don't like pickles. You don't like pickles? I don't like pickles. I don't like them. Like, it's something about that pickle that's between the meat and the buns I just don't like. So you don't like your pickles sweet? Nope. Do you like your pickles sour? Nope. Do you like kosher pickles? Nope. Do you like jerkin' pickles? Nope. See, some people are scared of jerkin' pickles. What about you? Because they're small and bumpy, and bumps on a pickle are scary. Like, what is that? Okay. I personally like my pickles on hamburgers and sandwiches. I enjoy my pickles in between the bun. Oh, you like the bun? Okay, I do. I do. I like them with some meat. Mm-hmm. And then I like the pickles on top of the meat mm. and then the bun. You like thick pickles or thin pickles? I like them thin. I like to squirt the ketchup on it and squirt the mayonnaise on it and squirt the mustard on it. Oh, so <laughs> tasty. What about long or short? Um, I prefer mine sliced, mm. you know, but if I have to eat a pickle, if I have to like put one in my mouth, mm. 
I prefer the big refrigerated joints. You know, like when you walk in the store and you could buy one for a quarter, the big joint? The big, big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Okay. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is DJ King Cannon out of D.C. It's Freaky Freaky Friday. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, DJ Envy. Miss you, Yee. Peace, King Cannon. How do you like your pickles, King? Simple question. Pickle talk, man. Pickle talk. Spicy dill pickle in my mouth, baby. <laughs> Drop one of the clues, bombs for the spicy dill pickle in King Cannon's mouth. Spicy dill in the mouth. You got to bite it hard, too. Get Ooh. in there. You got to get in Calm there. Calm down, King. That sounds like it hurts. Calm down. How many bites does it take you? <laughs> About six bites to the end. <laughs> All right. Woo. All right. Six All right. to the head. Thanks. It's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Who's this? Hey, it's Portia. Hey, good morning, Portia. Portia. How are you? How, how do you like your pickle, yeah. Portia? So I like my pickles with ranch or with hot sauce. Yo, that's that sounds like an ill combination. I never thought about it. It, it is good. But I've also had uh, pickles with peanut butter and Ugh. yogurt. Now, see, and I'm talking to Envy. I'm not talking to you, Portia. Now, the pickle with the ranch on the end of it, I can see. You can see the ranch, the white stuff on there? With the pickle with the peanut butter on the end. That's so that sounds like jail. Nah, that, that sounds like jail food. That's that's backdoor pickle. I ain't messing with backdoor. Nah, that sounds pickle. like jail food. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I ain't messing with jail pickle, food. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Cash calling from Plainfield. Hey, Cash. Good morning, Cash. How, how does Jersey like their pickles? Firm and wet. Mm. Firm and wet. Okay, okay, okay. And my pickle's name is Amin. Huh? You name all My your pickles? pickles? Name is I mean, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, do you normally name your pickles? I don't know. No, but I have one particular pickle that I love. Now, I know that my bologna has a first name. A lot of people name their bologna. I've never heard somebody name their pickles. <laughs> your bologna has a first name. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oscar, right? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know. I've never, I didn't know pickles have names. Pickles have names? Let me Google this. Okay. Yeah. Pickles. Yeah, my my pickle has my pickle has a first name. Wow! Wow! And his name's Amon. Uh, Armin. Armin. Does your pickles no. have batteries as well? No. Now I'm gonna tell you something. I googled I names of pickles. Oh. I googled okay. names of pickles. All I got was uh, play, kosher, sour, bread and butter, Hungarian, Polish or German, lime or Kool Aid. I don't see no Armin on here. Yeah, that's huh? my special pickle. Okay. okay. All right. Well, you enjoy your pickle on this Freaky Friday, Mama. Yeah. Don't okay, and, and, thank you. and feel free to share. Send us some mean pickles. I've I never had that flavor. Oh, I don't want a mean pickle. No, no, no. You don't want none of that. That's right. That's right, Emily. You don't want that. Nope. Okay. Send it up here for Charlemagne. Thank you. No, nah, I don't want it. That sounds like you got peanut butter on there, though. <laughs> Hello. Who's this? Yes. What's up, Envy? Travis! Travis <laughs> Trav! Good morning, Trav. What up, Trav? How you doing, my I brother? I want to tell y'all how I like this, how I like my pickles. How do you okay, like your okay, pickles, Trav? Let's go, Trav. How do you like your pickles? I like to take a fruit roll up around it, right? And then you wrap the fruit roll up around it, and I like to eat it off like that. Well, that's what Nick said. Nick said he likes to put fruit roll up around his pickle too. How does that taste? What is it? What's the sensation in your mouth like? It's like it's like it's, like, it's, it's really really sweet. It's, it's it's sweet with a little bit of bitterness to it. How hard do you have to bite into it, though? Because I would think that the fruit roll-up causes a little bit more resistance with the teeth. Okay, talk that talk. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, I don't bite in. Wait, we're talking about a penis, right? 
No, pickle crab. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Where did you go? You, you need to what? get your minds out of the gutter. I just can't. I, I just, don't know what's I going on. It. This is a family show. What? How dare y'all? What? Who would ever? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with Trav? I, I don't know. My God. All right, what's the moral of the story, bro? The moral of the story is, I mean, however you choose to eat your pickles this weekend, man, you know, it's, it's on you. Whatever floats your boat, you That's know? Right. Only thing I like my, my, my pickles on is on hamburgers and sandwiches. That's okay. it. And plain. Okay. I'll take a I'll take a plain pickle. I'll hold it in my hand. Yeah. One hand. One hand. <laughs> right to your mouth. <laughs> okay. Thin, thick, you said again. <laughs> you don't like bumps. <laughs> okay. What what now <laughs> what color? Because it's like a, a darker one or a lighter one. <laughs> okay. All right. The Breakfast Club, <laughs> good boy. The Breakfast Club. And Power 1051. Never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this vacay season reminder. Spring is back like it never left. Vacay season is about to kick off and allergy season is already out there bugging us. Well, bugging some of us, but not me because I take Zyrtec and I make sure to bring it with me when I'm enjoying some well-deserved vacation time. It's America's number one allergy medicine. And with its powerful 24-hour relief, you can stay on top of your travel plans and all that sneezing. Zyrtec starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. We have Rashida and Kurt. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all feeling this morning? Blast. You want all the money, huh? Whatever. You want all the We knew we was coming here with y'all, so I was like, boy, you gotta be on point. <laughs> yeah, before, before we get into Rashida, now, before you walked in here, Kirk, MV has some things that he wanted to ask you about because it's something he's been struggling okay. with and we see your hair flourishing. Oh, he said they see your hair flourishing. Oh, oh they got you. Listen, <laughs> man. Oh, okay. They tried to get Don't you already. Everybody say that. You know what? Everybody like, yo, what Kirk did to his hair? I keep my hair cut low and when we fasted for this year, last year, right? Yeah. I didn't cut my hair. We didn't, like we don't eat sweets. We don't eat junk and I just, then I started doing all my green screens with hair and, and I everybody can't was change like, it for the season. And I'm like, <laughs> Kurt had that fresh lace front. But you can look at my hair. Okay, I mean, so that's all you. <laughs> come pull it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard you start a new business helping guys like Envy. So nah. what they trying to tell you, Envy? What's going good. on? Listen, <laughs> oh, my Because you look fine. But yes, so congratulations on the new show, Rashida. Everybody knows you for being an entrepreneur already. But I think it's great to see the behind the scenes things and some of the some of the advice that you can give people, like the restaurant business. Yes. That's child. a tough business to be in. You know. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about that because you do have an episode and I saw Yandy and Mendici mm -hmm. were on there with you guys yes. because they opened their restaurant. Yes. Too. So if you were going to tell somebody that wanted to get in the business, a lot of times people would discourage you from that one in particular. Yes. What would you tell somebody that's like, I have an idea. I really want to start this restaurant. What are some things you, you would say you need to do? Well, first off, I would tell them try to learn every single aspect about the business because that business is extremely difficult. It's, you know, a lot of micromanaging, you know, the, the profit margins can be narrow. <laughs> and, you know, I just feel like with the restaurant industry, it's so competitive. It's so many restaurants. I would say, you know, have a concept, have something that we need, have something that, you know, that you can put out there that's a little bit different because it's, Every corner, every time you turn around, it's somebody doing it. Every week I look up and somebody's, you know, got a new spot and doing yeah. something new. Mm -hmm. 
So at the end of the day, I be honest with people because I'm super transparent and I'm like, listen, <laughs> if you ain't going to be whole wholeheartedly into this, don't waste your time at all. Not one minute because you will lose a lot of money and a lot of time doing this because it's not an easy game. What made you jump into the restaurant business? It was on our vision board. 15 years yeah. ago, it's like one of the things we had to cross out. I really wanted like a Twin Peaks type of thing and thing. Kind of sports bar yeah, slash loungy yeah. type of vibe. And I thought that it was like more lucrative. I was thinking liquor license, a lot of money. I was just thinking of the income, not knowing the responsibility behind it. So at this point, when we got into it, we had already bought the building, purchased the building behind it, built it out. And once we got into it, we had so much invested. It was like no turning back at this point. One other thing I would tell people about the restaurant industry is when you do get into it and you hire staff, you got to understand the importance of customer service because those people are what people look at your business as. Mm -hmm. And that right there, if they plan, then people going to envy restaurant is bull. Yeah. That is whack. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's super important. So when you have a business that depends on other people to be on point, you need to make sure that you're tra training your team properly and the first year i would say it was a little rough it's gotten a lot better yeah. people you know give you praises and you know you can't please everybody but at the end of the day it's it's something to have and it's something good but for us too it was the real estate like they're building one of the largest developments in the united states is happening right on the right corner, on the corner oh, so yeah. it's a real it was a real estate play for us as well it just wasn't the business but we always try to put something in the real estate that we buy so we're not spending our own money how do you decide whether to lease or to buy? Honestly, we pretty much buy. We lease in the malls because I mm -hmm. have the Preston, the gallery in Houston, and then Preston in Atlanta and Phipps. Mm -hmm. So that's a lease, uh, obviously, for you have those to. reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we normally like to purchase. We I have another press location that is our own standalone building, and it's on 14th Street in Midtown Atlanta, everybody. Mm -hmm. um, pull up. But um, that building we purchased. And we try to do this thing now to where, you know, when holidays and birthdays and all that stuff come around, we'll do less of the, well, I won't say cars. That's a whole nother conversation yeah, for y'all. But <laughs> but we try to purchase like real estate. You know, we normally try to do that for each other for, you know, anniversaries, birthdays yeah. and little fun stuff like that. The cars are winning now nowadays. They're, they're, they're <laughs> oh, appreciating. Nice. <laughs> nothing about a car. Uh, no, you really can't. I'm going to yes. give you that. I'm going to yeah. give you that. I'm going to give y'all that. And the Chanel bags, too. The Chanel yeah. bags. It's a lot that's up right <laughs> now, but it's a big difference. And the birthdays. I agree. And, and the birthdays. See, the difference is you could talk about the bags, but you're not going to get rid of them. So it's not an investment. You can't say that. That's not true. You're very, very, you're right about that. Because I normally get kind of like classics so i'd be like i ain't selling my bag i still this is this is this is for a long time and we have this discussion all the time we talk about the cars i mean like you he See, got 15 like, cars this is the thing i literally just said the other day somebody like coach k he wanted to grab one he grabbed my m3 and, and i got rid of another car and i took that money and just brought a yours but i got rid of two of my cars right and like when we was buying a property i was like i'm not going in my savings i got rid of another two of my cars it's That's just true. like so I give so him that. Way. I give yeah. him that. I ain't tripping. So I, I, the cars, <laughs> y'all, you, you me up right now. Yeah. But when that thing go the, the other they're direction going, and they start, they're never going down. And some of them never either break even or depreciate. I'm gonna be in that ass. Yeah, I think that'll never. I'm just happen. letting you know. <laughs> now, what about firing people? How do you handle that? Wait, hold on. You sold your M3, your E30? Yeah, the red I, one. 
to co- coach. Six figures. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 It clearly was a good Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Now, when oh, it comes yeah. to. So you can't be mad at that. that well, I'm not. She's she's not, mad. She's not mad. I'm not mad. Uh, 85. I bought it late. 1,000. Oh, I, said I, paid, I said I paid fifteen thousand for my car. Yeah, you That's got yours real? early. You See, that was hella early. early. They've been trying to buy it. I'm gonna let it yeah. go soon, but I love that car. I drive but it still. I, I right. promise, Coach. If I got rid of it, I would let him get it. Now, how do you fire people? Fire their ass. Really? Oh. So, because that's hard. <laughs> what? Okay. Go ahead. You. Go ahead. You, you, you say. Okay. It. Most people eliminate <laughs> themselves. It's, it's usually a holiday coming up, or it's hot outside, and they got IG, and they got an excuse, and they say they was. Not feeling good, but then they on IG partying, <laughs> lit, lit, <laughs> twerking. And, you know, they come with this excuse, and we'd be like, "Come on now," you know. Yeah, but but you know what? The, the bad thing about being a celebrity and owning a business, right? Uh-huh. You fire somebody. What's the first thing they're gonna say? They're gonna search the social media. Oh, of yeah. course. You well, know, they do. Rashida fired me because Kirk was looking at me. And oh Lord. <laughs> well, we haven't had that one, but <laughs> yeah. what I will yeah. say is, like. He is very true. A lot of people eliminate themselves. Like, we are strictly by the book. We write you up, three strikes you out, you know, no call, no show. It's over with for you. Like, it's just the real deal. And a lot of times, you know, nobody's really dedicated to the job no. industry right now. You know, we're, the, we're in the great yeah. resignation. Mm-hmm. There's 11.5 million jobs that people walked away from. You so it's a, it's a different ball game now. I would say this. Rashida is the one that's like the, to, they say she's the mean one. I'm the nice He's guy. He's the nice guy and I, I'm bad cop. He good cop. Yeah, so what I always do is <laughs> when, when somebody's messing up, I always tell her, look, they don't did this, this, and this. I like to try to keep a good face card. So I'll be like, just wait until they do the next thing. And then you got all three. But what I tell you, I'd be like, and that's gonna be give her two weeks. And then they eliminate. And it happens. And, and then, then you and then you don't have no problems because they know they messed up. They really set themselves up. Right. And everybody who's great workers, they're not going nowhere because we take care of them. Like mm-hmm. any problems, any even you know things happen. If they come to us with an issue, we try to make sure we can help people. And you know. Just try to let them know we appreciate them because yeah, it's hard give them to find incentives good workers, so. and you know make sure yeah. you know people good. This is what always happens, right, with our business. Then somebody does get fired, and then they try to tell you everything that, that was everybody else did, that everybody else is doing. It's but the no snitch one game on team. Yes, because everybody's covering for each other because yep. they're hanging out mm-hmm. and they're friends with each other. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we still got more with Rashida and Kirk. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with. Kirk and Rashida. Now, yeah. Love and Hip Hop, you guys were on Love and Hip Hop and your relationship was so open on there. Yeah, yes. You don't really see that too much with people actually making it through. If you look at some of these shows, how would you say that you Uh-oh. guys have been able to make it through? <laughs> not, just the face, said, well, not, just, not just TV, like any TV couple that's been going through anything, you don't see them make it. How long you been married? 21 years. Okay. So, Together 27. You and right. your wife been through a lot of stuff, right? A lot of BS. It's a lot of because of me, though. I don't use it because of me. Kirk, would you say it's all because of you? Um, I, I've I've definitely had my share of messing up, but um, you know what? I won't just blame myself. It was a point in time where we kind of were tired of each other. You know, we was thinking we were gonna go separate. So, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I've contributed the most that people seen. You know, but nah. true because the reason I say that is it's on television. So, yeah. you know, some things you're able to, to deal with privately. Yeah, but and it's publicly, hard. Everybody, everybody every got you open an opinion. up an Instagram page, somebody got an Listen opinion. Listen here, honey. Every friend that think they know you, family member, they think they know you. Yes. So how do you deal with it? You know, it comes a point in time where 
you know, you just got to like tune a lot of stuff out and it can be really, really difficult. Like when him and I went through our situations and stuff like that, like I really just had to like shut down, you know, because it's like, you know, with family, with friends, everybody has an opinion. And at the end of the day, it was between me and what God has for me in my life and in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize that that was one of my biggest learning lessons Mm -hmm. during that time was just really understanding who I am and maneuvering and doing what I felt like was right because a lot of people try to steer you in the direction that they want you to go in. First of all, a lot of people haven't even been in a 21-year marriage or ours will be 23. 22, right? 22. Married 22. Yeah. In December. (laughs) Um, So, you know, they don't understand the levels of the relationship. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But, you know, it's, it's difficult just living your life out everybody's seeing it. You know, people, mm-hmm. they talk about it things still like it just happened yesterday. It's that, been like six years. That has to be you the know? difficult thing because something that happened six, seven years ago that you dealt with and then let's say you post a picture on your on your whatever social media. It and never somebody, stops. Yeah. And then, no, no. Somebody <laughs> pick up, and then you'll be cool one day and she up bad. Like, right. What, what you saying? Right. Exactly. How do you deal with that? Do y'all still talk about it? Or oh, you yeah. And be like, I ain't messing with it today. You know what? Go ahead. I was going to say something. Actually, yeah, you said it first. First thing I was going to say was we can laugh about a lot of stuff because there are certain comments that we will never forget. Like, (laughs) Like maybe about three or four years ago, we were at this restaurant, Houston's (laughs) Eating, and Kirk had did a video of his brownie um, that he had for dessert. And the girls was on there like, I hope you choke and die on that brownie. I hope that ice cream get caught in your throat. You get a brain freeze and can't think no more. Like, they just was going crazy. I was like, but we can laugh at it, you know, now. But, you know, back, you'd be like, damn... You want them to die. You want them to die. And then you know what? When they do that, you end up being more defensive. Yeah. Because instead of you being like, yeah, I hope you do choke and die, you're yeah. like, okay, well, now damn, y'all. I don't want to kill him. Damn. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, those but my days. Bad, I mean no, that's it. Those days are like, they'll never go away. But I, I will say this, and I, I hate to just be honest about it. Me being and putting my relationship on Broadway, it changed the whole aspect of just relationships period like I had a lot of guys come up to me and be like yo you helped me save my marriage mm-hmm. I went back home we got back together and you know I, we would even be doing Rashida was still performing we would be at shows and it'd be like guys in Florida with the dreads coming at me and I'm like oh lord <laughs> what get us. I do, <laughs> yo, I'm looking like what the heck you know? then they like yo they come up and dap you up like yo I love you man you put it out there mm-hmm. and it really made me really understand like dang our relationship really like helped a lot of people like it was Our like pain therapy. It was heal like other people you know, too. So, you know what I mean? How does that work positive. with the business now? Because now y'all in business with each other. I'm sure you think one way, he thinks another way. So who wins in that? Okay, situation? so we have always been in business together mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. the very beginning of time. That's actually, I think we were in business before we was even in a relationship. Yeah, we were. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he met you managed the group that. Yes, I actually signed them. Yeah, yep. I was mm-hmm. actually looking to sign my first group. Yep. So I had signed them as a group first, and time came around and somebody had said something about Rashida and something in me and then we wound up liking each other <laughs> yeah. years later and, and there you still have. here <laughs> but I think we do a pretty good job like we have we our days do. where you know we back and forth and we tussle because everything that we have is a partnership Mm-hmm. All of the clothing stores, the restaurants, the music, everything that we do. So, you know, we have our days, but we learned over the years that it's like, okay, shut it down and let's have us time. You mad about that? We'll get over that and let's keep it moving. So as a couple, how do y'all keep your money 
Is it everything together? Is it one pot? Or okay. You got your Negative. own. Negative. Uh, wait, first of all, how y'all do y'all money? Oh, it's one pot. Nah, it's one pot? It's one pot. Nah, period. I don't got that. It's one pot. But you know, the reason is, like I said, I've been with Gia since she was 15, I was 16. She was making more money than me when we started off. It was just mm-hmm. always been one pot. Right. So can she spend whatever she want? I can't spend whatever I want. We have to. We okay, have to have y'all have okay. limitations, if right? I okay. buy a car. I, hey, babe, this yeah. car costs this much. Right. And we talk about it. if she wants to buy a bag. She, yeah. Hey, babe, this bag is like we have conversations. I like that. She sneaks everything in the house still to this First day. First of all, still I day. don't. To this day. Okay, let's just to lay this thing out but in front of everybody right now. No, let me say this. I'll tell you how the money goes. Okay, I'm going to confess. Ladies, do y'all sneak stuff in the house? Okay, yes, we do. Let me tell you why I sometimes sneak. Because I have to hear a lecture about bro I do fashion for a living yes, so I'm going to go get Fendi Saatchi you think the new release gonna come out and I'm not gonna have it and like, she has to look a certain way because thank people you. Look and at I don't wanna hear it because people look at Rashida she's stylish oh, and I'm gonna go to her store because she knows how to dress Thank and so you. you mix up Kurt, the high low you fashion. Uh, you gotta have the hot new But this thing. the difference, right? It's you all part it. of her branding. You buy Thank it you. five thousand dollars, six thousand dollars. Shoes could be a couple thousand dollars. Right. You only wear it once. It's aspirational. But now, for what she does. Okay. Let's say he buys a car and that costs twenty thousand. He could drive that car for years down the line. Uh-huh. So you spend money on stuff that you wear once. One shot and then it's gone. It goes in the back of your closet. You never wear it again. She'll you want to give it to friends or you resell it. True. Don't make as much resell. money. Resell. I do Rashida's closet mm-hmm. at my stores. It's business. And I sell it all for a low, but hold tight. Y'all got to keep it a thou wow. Them cars come with insurance. That's a reoccurring bill every month. So that's a headache because we have Very 15 or 20 insurance policies on mm-hmm. cars and you, you're you one person. You don't drive half of those cars anyway. So I'm not tripping on that. Mm-hmm. But yes, I have to have my fashion and that's the reason why sometimes I might sneak it in the house because I don't want to hear your head. mouth. So all our businesses have their own account. Right. Me and Rashida have They're our personal account. Savings. Their own right. checking and savings. And all the money that comes in, we equally split down the middle. So when I buy my car, it's my money. When she buy her clothes, it is her money. But when we know we about to buy a property, I just like us to be up on each other's level. So I ain't got to put more or she ain't got to put more. But if my savings is higher than his, he gets anxiety. Uh, and look at each so other's savings after of all course. that? Yes. <laughs> we have our own personal <laughs> savings, I, our I, own I, personal I just, checkings. I, I just can't let her beat me. I, just, I don't know <laughs> why. He'll no. literally go sell a car if my savings is more than his. No, <laughs> You know, it's funny. I've always thought, people used to say, well, how does it feel if the lady, because sometimes people think Rashida is, you know, they look at Kirk and think Rashida yeah, is the a bomb one and the money. And I was never, like, no, yeah. no, no, I invested my money into Rashida. I don't ever talk about it because it's all about, listen, we're a team. Right. Right. It's I understand she is the brand. Like, you can hate me and love her. It doesn't matter. The money comes into the house. So I hate to say it, but, <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, if she's ahead of me, I don't like the feeling. So I really feel like the guys that used to talk about the woman that had more money, I guess that would have probably been me. So you feel that? She yeah. Had, like, she had more money than you feel away. I, I, yeah, I, I've never had that happen before. Like, so I don't like it. So I'll just make sure I just keep my joint up. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Rashida and Kirk when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kirk and Rashida. Yee? Rashida, now, we also saw that you were in the hospital and was it dehydration? Yeah. So what was going on? Girl, look, I was having a regular day like this, busy, mm-hmm. going on about my business, running around. So that evening specifically, we had called all of our kids and was mm-hmm. like, hey, let's just meet up and have like some dinner together. 
and all of a sudden, all I know is I woke up on the floor. Mm -hmm. We laid her out. We were standing there talking to her. She like froze. Like we were talking and she was like, and we was looking like, are you joking? Are you going to answer? And then she just was like biting her teeth. And we was like, oh, it got real, real quick. Mm. And then I fat passed up. Yeah, we laid you down. Mm -hmm. So anyway, long story short, they called the ambulance and all that. First of all, let me just throw, throw this in the corner real quick. Everybody family need to take some type of course. Because when I tell you, ain't nobody know what to do. Yo, we was looking back at the footage. When I tell you, folks was going in different directions. My daughter's on the phone talking to 911. She didn't hung up on them. You know they coming if you hang up on them. He's saying she one thing. My son, he tripping. He's like, where's the keys? We're going to take her to the no, hospital. He didn't have the keys. the keys. Kai had the keys in his pocket because I'm like, we about to go to the hospital. So I'm looking for my car keys. My son picked them up. So we all going crazy. Then my oldest son, he like, give her some air, blowing her mouth. I'm like, blowing my mouth. Up. She, Drinking oh, water and he talking about blowing my mouth. We tried to give her water. It was it was a mess, yo. And I'm gonna be honest. I, I hate to say this, but they were like just blowing some trees. So I think everybody was like they, yes, just they were. in a just in a different Dude. world. Yes. So it was like okay, blowing her mouth. She's drinking water, right? But yeah. on a serious note, it really was a big eye opener for me, yeah. for real, because nothing like that has ever really happened to me before. Mm -hmm. And by the time I got to the hospital and they gave me fluids and he was like, what do you do? You know, what do you do? Are you stressed? I was like, yeah, I got like a hell of businesses and I'm trying to, you know, run an mm -hmm. empire and be a mom and a wife. And, you know, it's a mm -hmm. lot. And I was actually getting ready to start the boss moves show and we you know filming love and hip-hop and it was just a lot going on you know and um he's like you know you're 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 really dehydrated mm -hmm. you're stressed out you know and it made me realize how real that is mm -hmm. and it changed my mindset as far as like making sure because we're so hands-on with everything mm -hmm. it comes a point in time where you have to delegate and you just have to like sit down absolutely and that's what you know took us to making sure we take more time you know to mm -hmm. like do stuff do and to chill and to take out that time and just unplug social media unplug yeah. you know work unplug mm -hmm. and just you know yeah part of boss time. moves is taking care of yourself too it is because you yeah. can't be a good boss if right. you you know are dehydrated if you're exhausted yeah. yep. if you're stressed out and all of those things that's so true and I learned I was gonna add way. to you she takes a pressure pill okay so I got high blood pressure that pulls water out too <laughs> and it does and but I all we drink is water. We, yeah. you know, because we pretty much don't drink juice and sodas and stuff like that. So I'm a lot of times we're thinking we're drinking enough and a lot, mm -hmm. right? And we're not. So that's another thing that we talk about on Boss Moves too, as far as even just like the sea moss, the elderberry, and mm -hmm. exercising and trying to take care of ourselves. Because as African Americans, we got high blood pressure. Absolutely. You know, we got a lot of things mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. deal with. You know, that we kind of push to the side and don't really take serious. But believe me, it can really, really affect you. Yeah. Sometimes I forget to eat because you're working all day. Yes. And you, it, by the time it's like seven o'clock at night, you're like, damn, I didn't even eat anything today because I've been so busy trying to handle. And you business. have like a stupid migraine, or mm -hmm. you're starving yourself, and that's not a good way to lose no waiting either right. eating at seven o'clock in the evening yeah i mean so, but it's so busy like you'd be like oh i had a photo shoot all day. Right. i'm doing this i'm mm -hmm. doing that and you didn't mean to not eat yeah and then you realize damn i didn't even eat anything yeah it gets sometimes crazy. i have to choose between if i want to go to sleep or if i want to eat okay wow. well when does the show come on when can they see the show okay so the show is out now it's available okay so you can watch 
short episodes mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's Rashida Boss Moves. Mm-hmm. And then the extended versions are on Philo. Mm-hmm. And Philo is a, a streaming app. It has like 60 channels of like. You can get that instead of cable. You can that's get that instead of cable. Get, yep. Subscribe to Philo. Yes, yeah, subscribe mm-hmm. to Philo. It's $25 a month. So it's the cheapest one. Right. And not only do you get like regular channels like BET, MTV and all that, VH1 and all that. But you also can watch movies. And it's like unlimited DVR. But you can get the whole version, the whole episodes, and it's 12 episodes total. And um, you can subscribe for $25 or get a seven-day free trial. And you get the re- and we get to see your real estate moves, too. Yes. You bought some place in the Bahamas? Is yes. That- we're actually going out there yep. next week. We're about to go next week. My birthday's yeah. May 25th. Shout out yeah. to all the Geminis. Uh, yes. Geminis are crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm really not. I'm like, Cool. I think the guys. I think the males. Yeah. yeah, they're a little off the chain. <laughs> off chain like, with it. A little worse. Okay. But um, <laughs> envy. Yes, property. So we are in the process of getting survey and topo on some land. It took us like seventeen years to get this damn twenty acres that we got. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning more towards trying to figure out to do a JV, which I don't want to build the subdivision yeah. ourselves. Mm-hmm. I want to get with a developer and. He come with the mm-hmm. the joints. Better do it. We got the land, and let's make this bag. So that's one of our newer ventures. It's just trying to figure out, you that's know, exactly exciting. what yeah. we want to do we with that. Or we could just sell it if they or come with the right sell it price. If they come with the right check. Know, but yeah. I was looking at the big check. The big check yeah. is the developing. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. own a building and, and they got to pay you tenants, if you do tenants, or if you sell a, a divisions, either either or. Because we we got a, a spot in, in Jersey that's nine. It's ninety units, and we got a seventy unit one, and they do well. Really? Yeah, that's good really. money. See? See, yeah. They do really well. See? But it's just, you know, it's a lot of headaches. You got to have a property manager. Somebody you got real estate yet, too? Uh, yeah, I have um, three properties in Brooklyn. Oh. I just sold one in Detroit. I still have another one there. I just am closing next week on one upstate New York. Congrats. And then I have one in Miami that um, is not all the way built yet, but I already reserved it and put my down nice. payment. We was just talking about Miami possibility. Yeah. Thinking about right it, now. it's high. Uh, Miami's high right now. I got it before that though. Before, so, yeah. see, yeah, I need good. to wait till that thing mellow out. What, what about Detroit? Do. I've heard y'all talk about Detroit a lot. So I have a hair store Detroit. in Detroit. Okay, private dope, label dope. extensions. Yes. This is in Atlanta also. Yes, 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 yes. And so I have one in Detroit, and then I had three properties in Detroit. I sold two of them, and I kept one, but nice. it did really well. Yeah, really, Detroit did well. We got it early though. I love Detroit though. We were picking it up for like twenty to thirty thousand. I was about to say they was low, low, right? Low, low. I got one for a thousand dollars. But I will say, if I do something somewhere, I like to be involved in the community. That's why I like to do things in Detroit and be involved and make sure I know like the local politicians and business owners because I never want to go somewhere and just buy something and flip it. Like I like to go places that I care about. I know that's right. Milwaukee's another good area. Milwaukee's good. good. Milwaukee, you can find homes that are expensive. It's cold, but (laughs) you ain't going to live there. (laughs) Hell no. No, I'm not. Chicago. Chicago's good too. Right where they're building the Barack Obama uh, library. Oh, really? Right around there. That's good too. That's what we've been picking up a lot of stuff well I love to see it and I love to see you guys uh, done weathered all kinds of storms that's right. and Try. to see how successful you are as a couple Thank you. see my girl making her boss I'm moves you, you know go. that's important Thank for people you. to be able to see what you're doing I know your mom was an entrepreneur also yes mm-hmm. yes. and so that's important for like other people who look up to you to see that for your kids Thank to see you. that yes I appreciate it and one thing I did want us to really be able to connect with with the show is just being real about like business and talking about because some people they show the glitzy glam sometimes cap mm-hmm. of right. what's going on but don't show the nasty side right yeah mm-hmm. don't show the nasty side or just be real or like 
we made so many mistakes which have built us but now we're in a situation to where we can help other people and prevent them from making those mistakes or falling on their face you know it's good for you to fall on your face because you do learn but if you can you know maybe not bust your dome so hard because you know you've <laughs> exactly. been informed by somebody mm-hmm. who's been through it then you know that's what we really wanted to accomplish with um with boss moves just something new change the narrative and just kind of educate as much as we can there you go well, we appreciate it. you for joining you. us Rashida Amen. Kirk. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks to yeah. Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Finding Tamika from Kevin Hart, myself, Charlemagne the God, and Queen Erica Alexander in Color Farm Media. This series focuses on missing black women and the system that ignores them. Sign up for a free 30-day audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR.
NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Yes, donkey of the day goes to a Miami man named William Carroll. First of all, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. That is a fact. But one thing I don't do enough is salute the great city of Miami. Drop one of the clues bombs from Miami. The 305. One of the greatest places on the planet. We don't discuss Miami enough. I know y'all like to go down there for the weather and the beaches and the licking. Okay, in the nightlife, but Miami has contributed so much to the culture of hip-hop. Drop on the clues bombs for Uncle Luke and the Two Live Crew. Top five rap group of all time. Uncle Luke is a whole legend and should always be respected as such. Y'all wouldn't have parental advisory stickers on albums if it wasn't for Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke, you know, was considered obscene, okay, and went against Congress to fight for the First Amendment. Artist freedom of speech, he really fought for that, okay? America labeled him explicit, which led to the mandatory parental advisory sticker you see on music now with offensive content, okay? That impacted all musical genres, by the way, not just hip-hop, all right? He fought for the right to tell big booty hoes, you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. Hood red, hood red, you hear me? He fought for the right to tell Asian women all around the world, me so horny. Uncle Luke, you hear me? Uncle Luke fought for the right to tell you that Cap D is coming. And at some point after he comes, you're going to have to put your hands up high, your ass down low, and drop that boom boom to the floor. That's right, don't even touch it. I still got them knees, you hear what I'm saying? That was a good era. Don't play no more. That's okay. what I'm saying. Don't play no more. That was a good era. Have we all grown now? Yes. Do we all realize that, you know, the music was misogynistic and sexist? Yes. But can we all admit that problematic music slapped? Okay. <laughs> and it wouldn't be the same without the toxicity. And you are a liar. If you say you hear that music now and it doesn't make you feel good, okay? Drop from the clues bombs for Uncle Luke. All right? I still listen to I Wanna Rock right now. I literally mean right now. Like, that's my joint, okay? This man, Uncle Luke, had us screaming the color of feces for no damn reason, okay? Proudly screaming out what the color of feces was just because some of y'all doo-doo might be green, okay? Sometimes. Might even be a little hint of red, depending on if you got hemorrhoids or how much fun you had in the bedroom the night before. But it's universally known that doo-doo is brown because of the legend named Lufa Campbell. And that's why we are gathered here today, ladies and gentlemen, to discuss doo-doo, okay? See, William Carroll is a robber who is currently facing charges of armed robbery and battery. See, a woman was walking her dog in Miami's Edgewater neighborhood. 
She was picking up her dog's poop when William Carroll pulled up with a knife. No need to listen to me because I need to catch my breath anyway. Okay, but let's go to NBC6 South Florida for the report, please. What was supposed to be a quick dog walk Monday night turned into a violent attack. Police say a woman was attacked and robbed on her way back home after walking her dog. She stopped on the stairs to her condo to pick up the dog's waist when a man allegedly came from behind with a knife and strangled her, then allegedly stole her backpack and wallet. Police caught Carol a few blocks away, out of breath, and they say with the victim's credit cards nearby. He told detectives he didn't do it, but police say he didn't realize he was wearing one of the biggest pieces of evidence, which came from the dog, literally. The police report states a brownish stain was seen on the <laughs> defendant's shirt matching the dog poop from the scene. Mm. William Carroll is in jail because, number one, he's a robber, but number two, because of doo-doo, all right? This woman had to wear with all, or maybe, you know, just in her fighting a little, she got enough doo-doo on him for cops to notice he had a dog poop stain on his shirt. First of all, you're not just about to blend in when you got doo-doo on you. Okay, even if the clothes you are wearing are indeed a doo-doo brown color, the smell, my G, okay, the odor. We've all had dog poop on our shoe at some point in life. You can't escape that funky-ass fragrance, all right? Think about the time you had to take uh, cleaning, doo-doo off your shoes in life. Mm -mm. So imagine walking around with it on your shirt. You throw the whole shirt away. Clearly, William, 62 years old, robbing folks at knife point, couldn't afford to throw his shirt away. But the fact you just decided to go to the cultural institution known as Pizza Hut with doo-doo on your shirt. Sir, respect yourself, but also respect the home of the Book It program. You can't just walk up in Pizza Hut with doo-doo on your shirt and get you a personal pan pie and keep it moving. And furthermore, how stink are you on a regular basis that you don't even notice you got doo-doo on your shirt? Not only did he have doo-doo on his shirt, the officers found the victim's belongings and the knife. So it's an open and shut case. Now, William Carroll is currently in the Turner Gofield Knight Correctional Center. All you brothers in that facility who are listening to The Breakfast Club this morning, you're listening to Charlemagne, the God delivered his donkey of the day. If you don't see that man, William Carroll, and say, don't stop, pop that bussy. Let me see you doo-doo brown. If y'all not calling that man doo-doo brown for the rest of his life, for the rest of his stay in that facility, then y'all have collectively failed Miami-Dade County. I'm not saying harass the man. I'm just saying his life, your entertainment, okay? Y'all just trying to kill some time behind those walls and him ending up there because one, he made the poor choice to rob and steal and two, because of doo-doo. It's just too much comedy gold to not let the jokes fly. Please give William Carroll, a.k.a. Doo-Doo Brown, the biggest hee-haw. <laughs> <sighs> I'm tired, man. A little bit. You sweating? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> let that goddamn let go. that damn uh that's that pop that scarred fly one more time though. Uh -oh. Go, 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 go. Get low. Oh, get low. Oh, low. Megan got nothing on you. Keep going. I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know. Why can't y'all just admit? Y'all be out here judging these kids. Listen. Y'all be out here trying to act so woke, judging these kids for the content of their music, and that's what we grew up on, okay? You need oxygen, bro. Our era was so toxic and so problematic, but so damn fun.
Okay. All right. Do you even have those classic tunes without the toxicity? Huh? Drink some water. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay? Don't think I'm not fine. <laughs> all right. I am fine. You hear me? All right. I am 43 you with need- the knees of a 41-year-old. <laughs> Look like you need a little <laughs> Look like you need a little Bengay. <laughs> what? I did say pop that bussy. You know what? So who been gay? <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Hey, what up? Power 1051. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today. They're the new host of YoMTV Raps. We have Conceited and DJ Diamond Cuts. Yes. What's happening? Congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank What's you. Premiering on Paramount Plus May 24th. How y'all feeling, man? Good, good, feeling good, good. You? Blessed, black, and highly favored. Nice. Angela? Yes, you should. Oh, I feel good. Thank you for Excellent. asking. No problem. <laughs> How y'all feel about bringing this iconic show back, man? Yo MTV raps. It's exciting. Got a lot of weight on our shoulders, but, you know, it's going to be a it's gonna be a good look for sure, 100%. See, that's the thing. You know, I mean, it's always scared to, like, tap into something that's, like, that sacred. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think, you know what I mean, for the new, for, like, the, the new lane and the generation, it's fire. Yeah. What was the process like for you guys to even become the host? Um, we actually, yo, it's crazy because I was actually advocating for the joint to come back forever. I kept mentioning, yo, 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 it gotta come back, it gotta come back. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then when they finally hit me, yo, we're bringing it back and we want you as the host. That's just how they hit me. And then to get her, I had to do like a Zoom meeting with like a whole bunch of DJs. But then the chemistry that me and her her had was just crazy. And they said, yo, we want to see nobody else. This is it. This is Did it. y'all know each other before? No. No. The oh, first uh, time was meeting mm-hmm. on Zoom. Yeah. That was it. And we just clicked. You okay. see it conceded on a meme or two, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember when we was in the car and I was like, yo, that's yo, you. That's, yo, listen. <laughs> yo, listen. <laughs> yo, listen. Yo, we're leaving the set. And then she was just like, yo, you the mean boy. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, that was crazy. Yeah, I didn't know. That's Did they wild. incorporate that for any of the promos? They no. had to. No, no. no. Oh, no. come on. I mean, well, at least we don't know yet. Because there's still it a lot of episodes show, that though. we didn't see yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, did Ed Lover and, and um, Dr. Dre, Fat Five, Freddie, any of them consult or reach out to you guys? No, I'm not sure if they did to, like, you know what I mean, the like the, the higher-ups. But to us, no. No, not yet. At least not yet. But okay. hopefully we do them some some justice. I mean, yeah. and hopefully they we might do be like waiting a, to watch it. Yeah, yeah. let's see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are some things from the original that y'all are bringing back? Yeah, so we have the we have the live performances. Mm-hmm. So we have that, and we have ciphers, and of course, you know, we have you know just like the sit down talking, just like we doing now. So you know, it's still gonna be that same vibe. But just, you know, just with more of a, like a new age twist on it. And we showing a lot of love to op- up and coming artists as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is culture nowadays? Because when Ooh, I think about UMTV raps, I think about like that was a show that you used to go to to see the culture. But it's like, what is the culture now? Uh, That's a good question. Well, the culture now is, is I would say it's mixed. I mean, because you have the you have Instagram rappers, right? And that's or like SoundCloud rappers. But then you have, you know, the, the main artists. So I think it's just like a melting pot. But you have real gangsters now. Yeah. I mean, you have <laughs> real ones. You have real gangsters. You have real, you have snitches. You have, you have everything. I mean, so I think the culture just, I mean, basically just became to whatever you, like, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It's wild. I, just, I, feel, I feel like rap is just, the culture is evolving and we just mm-hmm. evolving with it. You know what I mean? And I think with the show, 
it's cool because we're adding a new twist to a legendary, you know, a legendary show with new artists and a new look. And like I said, when I watched it, some of the performances, I felt like I was watching an award show, mm -hmm. honestly. Wow. This the way the production was. So it's just like a new twist on something that was definitely legendary and still is legendary to this day. So It feels like the music is 5% of the culture now. It's like every day we wake up, we're talking about things that don't have nothing to do Doing with music. music. <laughs> going, to, going to jail and... Yes, <laughs> fighting. And I'm not get me wrong, it's artists that are doing it. Yeah. But we're not talking about their music. Yeah, we just talking about their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Are sure. there things you stray away from talking about sometimes? Like you're like, okay, this person's beefing with this person or this happened. And you're like, you know what? I don't want to feed into that. Or do you feel like I'm going to report on it because people are talking about it? Um, well, me personally, I would stay away from it. I mean, because that's something we really do not need. I mean, and that's just like stirring the pot. We not we don't need. But if more they gonna talk dudes. about it, we gonna talk about it. <laughs> I mean, if if they, if not if not if the artists won't want to say it, I mean, yeah, feel free. But I don't yeah. want to be the one to like. I mean, poke in the bed and I mean, somebody get get hurt and we already losing way way enough too many people. So yeah. we don't need none of that. Yeah. Who's on the first episode? The first episode is Freddie Gibbs. Shout out to Gary Indiana, yeah. Freddie Gibbs. He just got into some some. He's always in some. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, so but. <laughs> Yo, and that, I really like Freddie Gibbs yo, as he's an hilarious. artist, as a person. Yeah. I don't know what how this happens. I'm like, man, he's so cool. Why mm -hmm. does this keep on happening? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, the thing when you watch it, you're gonna see what happens. He talks. He, he says talks. anything. Anything. He does <laughs> he not care. You mention him like, yo, and just go crazy. So well, wait a minute. Now, who did he talk about in the first episode? Ooh, I, I don't know you, if I should say it. You, they gotta watch. They all right, all right. Yeah. So they gotta watch it. He def watch. he definitely talks crazy about some people. A lot. He just For talks sure. the whole. Way. He just. Oh goes my God, off. Freddie. Yeah. yeah. So listen, in hindsight, did he talk crazy about Benny the Butcher? No. Okay. Good. No. 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 Okay. He did not. No. Everybody's like, hmm. And then sometimes. So, <laughs> how many episodes did y'all bank in advance? Well, we did eight okay. this one. So we did eight. We knocked them out in like. Like a week. A like, week. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It was a week. So I think we was there. Yeah. We're like in a total probably like four days. I think we did like two a days. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we did long days. <laughs> long, long days. The set looks amazing. <laughs> I saw on your Instagram page. Like mm -hmm. it looks really dope. It's it's I told you fun. it looked like an award show. That's yeah. what I was saying. It looks like the production, the the layout of the set is I walked in there, I'm like, Oh, I didn't expect this. It was crazy. Are they, there new they, segments that you guys introduced besides using um some from the past? No, no, we really kept it, you know what I mean, really traditional, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and we do take a lot of trips. Like, to, matter of fact, I'm bugging. I'm lying. There is a segment on there called Yo on the Block, and where I basically visit all the iconic spots mentioned like in, like, hip-hop songs. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. Like West, uh, West Streets. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll say one of them. I'll say one, but it's a lot. Is it so, on the first episode? The one that I'm saying is not on the first okay, episode. Okay, okay. So it's... 560 State, State Street, Street in yes, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, right by the Barclays. Yes, exactly. Yes, so I mean, we pulled up on Jigga Spot. So I mean, that was dope. So that, that was that was one, but we got like five. So it's ill. Do you feel like you finally getting your just do diamond cuts? Because people don't know, like even when it comes to Philly, you like you discovered little Uzi, bro. Wasn't little yeah, Uzi your little artist? Uzi, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, because you didn't know that. Did I know didn't that. know that. Did I? No, no, I never. I don't, I, don't talk, so. I don't really talk. I, the only time I spoke about it was up here, and it yeah. was the last time I spoke about it. And I'm saying it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, keep bringing this up. Yeah, no, yeah. I I feel like I feel like yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is um. I feel like people are starting to uh, really take notice. I've been doing my thing for a minute, and uh, 
I feel like I was always kind of pushed to the back, you mm-hmm. know, people overlooked me. So it finally feels good to have, you know, these type of amazing opportunities um, to happen and, you know, just kind of continue to push it out. You know, that I'm, you know, I'm bull for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got my song out. Yeah, I got a new song out. It's a, um, I love making club music. So, um, so people that know me, they know that. But yeah, like I'm just, I'm working. I never stop working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I wake up early, you know what I mean, and just get to work every single day, like, and go to sleep late. Did Lil Uzi ever reach out? Yeah, Since- yeah, we spoke. Shout out to my friend, um, Shante. She was with him, and she FaceTimed me. Wow. And I said, girl, <laughs> what if I had my scarf on? Right. You know what I mean? It's like my best friend. So we just, she FaceTimed me, and Uzi was, like, right there on, on, a, um, on the phone, and what could we do? We just started talking, and everything kind of just, it was like, nothing had ever happened and everything was pretty cool and I've been speaking to him we spoke a few times we text and we FaceTime each other from time to time so yeah not to like navigate the interview or nothing but yo I just want to know how did it happen like how did like how did you like find him Oh, oh my God! You gotta watch the you gotta go watch <laughs> go the Breakfast Club. All right, so I gotta watch the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, that's where everybody's gonna sit, spend a whole bunch of time talking about that again. But yeah, we um we cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I spoke to drama up. and every we everything's all good. All right, we got more with DJ Diamond Cuts and Conceited. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with the new host of UMTV Raps. Conceited and DJ Diamond Cuts. Charlamagne. Who's the next person out of Philly? Ooh, that's a good question. I got a lot of people that I like. Um, D4M Sloan. Um, I like, is another artist named Lee Banks. Uh, who, Lil Mook. Young K. It's a lot of artists mm-hmm. in the city right now. It all just depends on who's going to get their first record to kind of take them out of there. But it's a lot of artists popping in the city right now. There's an artist I like out there. I think his name is Lil Muck. Lil Mook. That's Mook? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's Mook. M-U-K though, right? M-U-K, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lil Mook, yeah. Out, no, right. shouts to Lil Mook. Him and his man's, uh, I forgot Luna. his man's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shouts to all them. Philly doing their thing, like, you know what I mean? And we killing it right now on, on TikTok with the club music and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> For real, everybody's doing the challenges and everything, so... It's lit. The city is lit right now. I'm just waiting for like their first artist to kind of like really take off. And shouts to Mecca too. So I gotta give a big shout out to um Mech Mech Monroe. So it's a lot of artists. I was gonna say you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Originally so, from yeah, from Brooklyn. Who yeah. you like from Brooklyn right now, up and coming? Um, Favi, of course. Um, he's kind of on already though. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, yeah, but still he's on. But he just <laughs> he's really like my favorite Brooklyn artist right okay. now. Um, twenty two G's. I, I like Dusty Locaine. I like um. Where be love from? He's from the Bronx. From the Bronx, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's really who I really listen listen to the most, really. Have you ever written songs, Casita? Nah, not really. I, I was gonna know, say, like, I know you freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I've never nah, heard a really, nah, nah, I'm not like a rapper, rapper. I was just a battle rapper. Are we yeah. gonna see you do some freestyle? Oh, with some battling on your MTV raps? Are we gonna see no, some of no, your but, skills? No, but I am. I do hop in one of the ciphers. Okay, so, I knew so, it. So, yeah, so, so I mean, you are gonna see, <laughs> see, you are gonna see, see some bars, of course. See, that makes sense though, because I mean, Tigger used to do that on Rap City, right, so it would right, make right. sense mm-hmm. for a host to jump in and mm-hmm. rap. Mm-hmm. So you only did it once. Yeah, you yeah. scared? Nah, nah. I mean, we only did a cipher. <laughs> <laughs> we only did a cipher like three times, so okay, I, mean, I okay. just hopped in once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was who was the artist? We had Simba. Um, Ooh. Baby Tate. Baby Tate. Uh, damn, what is that uh, dude's name, man? I feel bad not even saying it. Uh, David, I know it's David something. I don't know his last name, but he was fire. Yo, he it, was actually... For real, this is unfair, because it was like 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, 50 of them. 
And honestly, I know a lot of people think that we see we didn't really see the episodes yet. So oh, okay. so it's not like so I mean we don't really 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 know. Have it edited yeah, or no, put together. No, so we can be watching for the first like, time man, with really y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all watch you know it mean? together. <laughs> How did this impact y'all day jobs? You know, conceded. You know, one of yours is wilding out down mm-hmm. the cuts of course, Power ninety nine mm-hmm. in Philly. How did that affect the day jobs? It really didn't because like we taped everything in like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had like little promos. Mm-hmm. Everything really took like two weeks, honestly, maybe right. like a week and a half. Um, radio, you know, we do that everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? I be in my in my hotel room mixing it up. Doing, <laughs> listen, <laughs> seriously, like you know what I mean? You know how you know how it is. So it didn't really take up you know much time. Um, at all for me? Yeah, yeah, at all. I mean the same because that's MTV. So I mean they made sure that the schedules were just right for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, it's all Viacom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Because it feels like when you do radio nowadays, you can't just do radio anymore. Nope. Like, you have to be multimedia. Yep. Or you're going to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it right here. Right now. When I got on radio, I was like, oh, that's what's up. I'm about to be. I had enough to live in Section 8. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Adamic, because you have a daughter, right? A son. Oh, son. Yeah, your, seven, son mm-hmm. your son DJs? He does. He likes to play around. He likes to press buttons and play around with the turntables. He raps a lot. He mm-hmm. raps a lot. He 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 likes to make a lot of songs. He records on his op, on his uh, iPad, his phone. Um. So yeah, he definitely got the cheat code at home too. Yeah, he do. He yeah. I I be wanting him to like really pay attention, <laughs> but he he don't. It's alright. Is he a celebrity at school? He he got yeah. He always talking about something he's done. Or we went to the um. I DJed at the White House. A couple, oh, for the yeah, Easter egg. For the Easter egg roll. Oh wow. And he the whole school knew. Easter egg roll. Yeah, the Easter egg roll where they do like the Easter egg roll for the kids. That's what it's called. Yeah, Easter oh. egg roll. Yeah, but that's the one that Yo Gotti was there, right? Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. I was Gucci. I thought Easter Sierra. egg hunt. No, it's Easter Man. egg roll. Really? Yeah. What's the difference between a roll? Yeah, what's the difference between a roll and a hunt? They roll the egg and you got to pick it up with a spoon oh. and run it. It's a little game. Oh. You know? oh. <laughs> but it was, it was cool. This year it was about uh, education. That's what they called it. Education? <laughs> so clever. Y'all should have recorded that for the show. <laughs> for real facts. That was fun. Education. What other guests we got on the show this season? Mulatto. Mulatto. Oh, okay. Just Lotto now. Lotto. Oh, big Lotto. 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 Dang, big, Lotto. big Lotto. The <laughs> biggest. We got Trina. Yep. Legendary Trina. We got T Grizzly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got J.I.D. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, which was one of my, one of my favorites. We got those, we got the hip-hop directors. We had Chris Robinson mm-hmm. and his son. Yeah. And, oh, Cole, and Cole Bennett. So, that was... Yeah. That was fire to me. And for all the um everybody out there that loves collectibles, we had um Hebrew Brantley. Oh, Hebrew, Hebrew Brantley shout out to Hebrew. Yeah, he, he gave us some gifts. He no, from Chicago. Chicago, okay. Yeah, Hebrew Brantley was there. Uh, Seth Free, you know what I mean? He pulled yeah, up Seth with Free. Shout um, to Seth Free. Hebrew. Yeah, so it's it's a, it a lot, it, listen. It's more than just music, like you said. It's um, culture. yeah, it's culture, lifestyle. You know, we get we dig into everything hip hop, pretty much. Yeah, is it gonna dancing be, everything? Is it gonna be timely? Like, what you mean? Like, 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 say Kendrick album came out. Will y'all be on that week that Kendrick album dropped? Though, so the plan is to change it to weekly now. Okay, now okay. I mean, so hopefully, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's definitely the angle that we're really trying to trying to go because you know. Something new is happening in hip hop daily. Yeah. So I mean, we're trying to at least you know make it weekly so we can have like the latest and greatest for you. So 
Right. Be up to date with the news and all that. So everybody got to start watching May 24th. Yep. May 24th on Paramount Plus. So Yo, does that mean, is it, is it once a week that they put it out or do you can you stream them all at once? Once know? a week. You can binge once, once a week, yeah. And right now, like, they're playing, like, the most 50 iconic original episodes. So, I mean, get get that and you're good. Oh, that's dope. Just binge, that's binge nice that. Meeting. Yeah, to mm-hmm. just watch and boom, it's going to be lit. Did y'all grow up watching your MTV raps? Like, I did, I did. I mean, not tremendously, but there was, like, episodes I definitely watched because I had, like, I'm I'm, I'm the youngest. Mm-hmm. I have older brothers, sisters, so it was definitely on, on in my crib, for sure. I had to do a lot of mods on uh, YouTube, like, re, you know, recapping and watching a lot of the... so long ago, years. you feel Yeah, it. but I... <sighs> I just YouTube was like where I went to kind of like watch the, the you know the older episodes that happened, but definitely for sure, definitely watched it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I love it. I love the nostalgia of bringing something that was so important to culture back and giving it this 2022 feel. So yeah. congratulations Likewise. to you guys. Thank you, thank you. And make sure much. everybody watches it because it's going to be important because we want this to be a weekly show. Yeah. Yes. we want to make sure that it continues We want to make on. it a yearly show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yearly yearly show. Show. Yeah. Season one, season two, season three, season four, five, six, seven, and ten. And I mean, y'all, and y'all on a, a long, great list of hosts. Yeah. Bad yeah, Lobo, yeah, yeah. Fab Five, Freddy. Now yeah. you got Diamond Cuts. I mean, what I'm really hoping, I mean, so shout out, out to there. Ed. Now I mean... Dre and Fab that we could do an episode all together. Ooh, that would be fire. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, that'd be fire. That's what I would hope, well, hope let's to put see. Put that out there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's conceded in DJ Diamond Cuts. Your MTV Raps premieres on Paramount Plus on May 24th. Thank y'all for joining Thank us. You My gosh, Charlemagne. Thank you, Angela Yee. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Mama Glow. Uh, Latham Thomas. Welcome back. I seen you last time you were here. I couldn't remember. I had to go do something for TV. Yeah, and you had your book coming out, which is doing really well. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's doing great. Good to see you. How's everything? Everything is so good. I'm so glad to see y'all, too. Thank you so much for having me. Always just let me come up here. Yeah, you know, tomorrow is the Big Doula Expo. Yes, what we're is, so excited. Tell the people what the Doula Expo is. So the Doula Expo is the first and only event of its kind that centers doulas, caregivers, families, and lifting up uh, policy changes and shifts that we can make to have like better maternal health outcomes. But it's also a festival, so there's live music, there's a lot of brands activating, and it's a place where you can just kick it, chill, rest. There's there's food. It's just a um, a place for community to come together, and we're really excited because we have a lot of support from local officials. We have the Brooklyn Borough President Antonio Reynoso, who's going to come and do some opening remarks, and he's leading up the Maternal Health Task Force, and so he's really also committed to improving maternal health and making Brooklyn the safest place to give birth um, mm-hmm. in New York. So we're happy to have him, and we have the public advocate Jemani Williams will be there too, making some remarks. You'll be there. I will be there. I'm in conversation. Uh, what's the brother? I hope. Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. Yes. Yeah, which we're excited about because, you know, I think it's so important to center fathers in this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us, you know, including myself, are in a position to sort of speak from the lens of being a woman and being impacted, you know, and having family members impacted and obviously friends um, by the maternal health crisis. But you know, we never really get to hear fathers in a certain light. And so I'm really interested for this conversation that y'all will have that can not only shed light on the the lens of fatherhood, but mm-hmm. also sort of, you know, what fathers are doing and specifically what Charles has done in terms of impacting on legislation mm. to, to improve maternal health. Yeah, I first heard of uh, Charles' story. I think I was watching, I think it was on CNN, if I'm not mistaken. They did mm-hmm. a story on him because sadly he lost his, his wife yeah. during, during, during mm-hmm. childbirth. Yeah. yeah. 
And it was unfortunate because they were inside the hospital and she was let to bleed for 10 hours mm. internally after a routine C-section. Mm. And so he's now in a civil rights lawsuit uh, with Cedar sinai which is a huge deal um, because the, the lawsuit is actually directed towards um, medical racism. So it'll be it'll set a precedent, you know, if he's able to win this case. Wow. I want to ask you, uh, I, I know you're up here, I know you're up here promoting this, but when you've seen all the, the, the mass hysteria about the, the shortage of formula, formula what, yeah. are you, what are your thoughts on that? So it's really interesting. I, I saw something that said that people were gouging folks on um, on like eBay selling formula for like $300. Serious. Yeah. And so what's interesting, at the um, Doula Expo, we actually have a, a company called Bobby, which is a formula company that does a European-style formula um, which is important because American formula is actually like not regulated in the way that Europe uh, regulates theirs, and Yo, so they have better safety. What's the name of the company? It's called Bobby B O B B I E. Yes, I heard. You know what? We you know we have I have a, a five month old, and uh, somebody was telling us about it, and they were saying that over there the formulas are a lot better. Yeah, it's like they're regulated. They're richer in ingredients. They're... Yes, and so to have and lots of people ship them right, mm-hmm. and so Bobby being American made. Made by moms, you know, people and also scientists, obviously, we got to get you some, you know, if you guys are needing formula because um, they're just committed and their whole thing is, you know, creating a product, but understanding that, you know, breast milk is obviously the gold standard for infant nutrition, Mm -hmm. right? We know that, but not everybody gets to breastfeed and about three quarters of women end up using formula at some point. So it's important to have an option that makes sense for people. So I'm all for people having access. Um, Bobby's amazing. They donated a thousand cans of formula to the Mama Will Foundation for us to make sure that people have access to formula. So um, we're really happy to be partnered with them. We'll have a conversation actually about this crisis, what it means for people um, at the Doula Expo, too. And if people can't come, they can they can live stream it. Also, we have it on um, the Mama Will Facebook. We'll be live streaming uh, Saturday's event as well. But I'm glad y'all having that conversation because I saw the argument this week and I was like, why does everything have to turn into an argument online? But it's like, cause I think somebody said, I don't know, I forgot who it was. Bette Miller. Bette Miller. Yeah, and yeah. she just basically was like, y'all should be breastfeeding and breastfeeding anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's interesting because we all know that like, that's the, that's the best way to feed our babies. We mm-hmm. understand that. Right. Like you have to create this birth village around yourself, but not everybody has access to that. So, Yes, it's 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 cheap. It's free. It's 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 the right temperature when you do the breast milk. Right. It's, it, it comes out the temperature it needs to be. It has all the nutrients the baby needs. And we advocate for that. But we have to also understand there are social factors and also health factors. Some mm-hmm. people have, you know, one of the things that I love about Bobby, for instance, is they um, actually donate formula to women who've had mastectomies who haven't been able to breastfeed because of cancer. Right. Mm. And so, you know, there's reasons for why people can't do it. And instead of judging, because it's really not the time to judge. Babies need to be fed. That's and right. so the, the goal is to make sure babies are fed. Absolutely. That's why you got to go to the Doula Expo tomorrow. Yeah. You know, get information like that. Yeah, give, them the, yes. give them the information again and, and how they could, if they can't make it, how they can live stream. Yeah. So um, you should come to join us in Brooklyn, 25 Kent. Um, it's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Really easy to get to. Um, it is from 10 to 6 on Saturday. And on live stream, it's on Facebook at Mama Glow on you know face Mama Glow Facebook platform for um, the Doula Expo. You'll see it there. You can just join the live stream or set a little alert, and um, and the live stream will start from like 11 a.m. onward. And then we're excited. I mean, the conversations are going to be amazing. We have a live performance from Lion Babe who will be 
talking, you know, about her birth experience. She also used doulas, but she's also going to do give us a nice special performance. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really exciting. So just come through. And if somebody's coming from the Breakfast Club, you know, I know a lot of folks in our community would like to come. And I know folks have been impacted by COVID and, you know, money is tight for folks. So if you guys want to come, if you're listening, if you're local in the tri-state area, you can use the code The Breakfast Club, and then that'll get you free entry into the the expo. And we'd love to have you come. Oh wow! And What's the website again? So they they'll know that doulaexpo.com. dot com, and the code to register would be The Breakfast Club at checkout. Wow. And, and, and if somebody out there is considering a doula, and yes. they, they they you know they they have a lot of questions, why would you encourage them to come to the expo? Yeah, tomorrow? so. This is a space where you'll be able to meet doulas and care providers. You'll be able to meet organizations that are actually impacting on policy, like the March of Dimes. Um, They're having a listening lounge, and they'll be doing a policy-driven conversation in the beginning of the day. But they have a lounge where you can come and share your your, the the experience that you had in your birth or what you're hoping for. You can talk to doulas and other care providers. You can talk to people if you're on your fertility journey. There's a company, Ovia Health, which we're excited about. We'll do a whole kind of like fertility, like myths and truths so that you can understand like how to optimize fertility. Um, There's all kinds of things along the uh, pre and postnatal continuum in terms of conversations. Uh, that we're excited about, but um, it's just going to be amazing. And also, Karen Parsons, who y'all know from Fresh Prince, oh. she's oh, she's our MC. Okay. So you know, she also is a is a big supporter of Hillary. As I don't well. want to say Hillary, Hillary but Hillary Banks. Hillary, yes. Hillary <laughs> Banks. Okay. <laughs> Hillary Banks is also um, one of our MCs. So it's just going to be a fun day. So just come through if you have children. We have a play area. I'm most excited about this because I wish I could go play the mm-hmm. whole day. But <laughs> there's a, a an incredible um, company founded by two fathers called Lalo. And they make all this amazing like play furniture for kids. So we have an incredible play space. It'll be like school. Mm-hmm. But the kids can play. We have Play-Doh. We have activities. So give them the location again. 25 Kent, um, Williamsburg, Brooklyn doulaexpo.com to get tickets. We can't wait to see y'all. And gift bags are going to be crazy, so don't miss it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again. And get out there this weekend. It's supposed to be beautiful this weekend, so see you out there. That's uh, Saturday from 10 to 6 p.m. 25. Doula Expo. In Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And we appreciate you for joining us. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. It's late them time. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Hey, I do have a positive note, man. I know this is just going to fall on deaf ears in this social media era that we live in. But I just want to tell y'all, if you didn't see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, don't invent it with your small mind and share it with your big ass mouth. Okay? Okay. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... 
time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.